Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Marjorie Punnett. I'm Elizabeth Reese. This is The Nest, our mini-show that's all about the delightful and delicious things that make our homes just where we want to be. And Elizabeth, we were talking to Amy Thielen, Chef Amy Thielen, uh, last week, and I just finished her book, Give the Girl a Knife. Give a Girl a Knife, isn't it so good? It's so, so good, and it made me so hyper-aware of... The importance of food when you're raising your children, not only for nutrition, but for authentic connection and food sensory memories. And so I wanted to talk today about food memories and how important they are to our nests. And I know you've got some. I actually had to call my kids this morning and say to them, hey, <laughs> do you have any food memories? Because I don't. Um, and they did. So let's let's talk a little bit about it. I'm sure you have some, and I'm sure you have some pretty good recipes to go along with them. I do have a couple of things. You know, I'm big on food memories. I remember the first thing that my mom really taught me to cook on my own was mm-hmm. homemade mac and cheese from the Betty Crocker cookbook. <laughs> And like the original Betty Crocker cookbook, my mom's copy is so stained, Marjorie, and both of the front and the back hardcovers have been ripped off. They, My dad has like duct taped them together for her. And what's so funny about it is so many of her recipes, like our family recipes came from that cookbook. And it's just what you can imagine where it has all of the um, notes that she makes, you know, where she would be like on the apple pie recipe, she would cut the sugar or on different recipes, she would increase certain things. Oh, I love that. So what's funny is my dad actually looked several years ago trying to get her a new copy of that edition. Like she didn't want the new editions. Mm -hmm. She wants that edition. And they're like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on eBay. Oh, because (laughs) they mean so much to so many families. Yeah. And they're out of print. And so you can't get them. So I, I love that she has that book. And I'm sure at some point my sisters and I will be arguing over who gets it. And we'll have to like, you know, just trade off custody of the book. But she (laughs) taught me how to make the homemade mac and cheese in that, which was, um, the trick is to making the cheese sauce is to make a bechamel. So you do a roux with flour and butter, and then you add milk and then you whisk that together until it thickens. And then you add in cheese. And I remember her being like, you have to whisk it. You have to whisk so much because you don't (laughs) want to have any lumps in it. You want it to be smooth. And that flour will be lumpy if you don't wait, like whisk, whisk, whisk. And every time I make a bechamel sauce for whatever reason, or a roux of any kind. I always think of my mom being like, you really have to whisk it with a lot. Whisk, whisk. But see, that's You have to it. whisk it a lot, that's- yes. So I'm trying to pass those same food memories on to my kids, and I love cooking with my kids. 
I'm not a person who gets super freaked out about a mess in the kitchen, much to my husband's dismay, because he's like, this right. is such a disaster. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. Oh, no, it's But good. I just love for them to be involved in it. You know, Frankie's two and a half, and he is, I mean, on the cusp of being able to make his own scrambled eggs entirely. This like, is good. He this whisks good. the eggs, he puts in the salt, puts in the pepper, and then does it all on the stove. Now, I'm supervising, but he does a great job. So the two recipes that I will recommend that I... I'm loving and that my kids I know are it's being they're being like cemented in their minds is the carbonara that's Bernie's favorite food yes and we've talked about that before she came on Twin Cities Live and made it it's her favorite carbonara it's basically like a fancier version of the um, Betty Crocker homemade mac and cheese very nice it is so delicious and when I tell the kids that we're having carbonara for dinner they lose their minds and what's so funny Marjorie is they're the only dinners that no one really speaks at dinner because they, they just are just eating. eating, like eating. And Bernie will sit there with just noodles hanging out of her mouth and she, <laughs> her whole body just leans into it and she just is loving every single bite. Oh, that's great. It's oh, so that's cute. Great. And then the other trick, the thing that I like to do is um, I love to make pancakes for the kids and I love this recipe from the blog Cookie and Kate. It's pumpkin pancakes oh, from yum. this blogger. And it's really great because you use canned pumpkin, so they get mm-hmm. veggies into their breakfast. But then it's pumpkin pie spice. They smell amazing. And I'll usually make a double batch on a Saturday or a Sunday. And then I just put all of them in a container. And then we can just microwave them throughout the week. And they can have pancakes for breakfast every single day without us having to make it. But they love, like, one of them mixes up the dry ingredients, one mixes up the wet, and then we pour it together. And they think that that's so much fun. And there's nothing, I really do love the smell of pumpkin. Yes. It's just, I love that smell, whether it's pumpkin pancakes or pumpkin muffins. I I do. That's, again, goes back to that strong sense memory. So I was really thinking, Elizabeth, like, did I ever bake or make something with my mother? And we talked a little bit about this on the podcast with Amy Thielen about how in my family, I really feel like cooking skills just skipped generations. I had very, very strong women, but I think women who wanted very much to be out of the kitchen. And I know my mom cooked. I mean, my dad did too. I know there was cooking happening in our house. I just don't think I was in tune with it. And I don't think it was a family priority other than with my father a little bit, like he made great chili. I remember that. I remember him soaking, I remember him soaking bratwurst in beer. Like I can remember, I can remember sort of those warm comfort foods and I have more memories of him cooking. Like there was always bacon on Sunday morning, always. So, but that was my dad. And so I was thinking, did I ever, do I have any memory? And the only memory I could come up with was around the holidays. My mom, we would make with my mom, those Scandinavian rosettes. Yes. Um, I don't know why. We're not Scandinavian. But that's, <laughs> But I think she liked – And I, so that's like I have that one food memory. And then I was talking to my boys because I was like, did I pass anything on to them? And the answer is no. Um, <laughs> but I said to Gar this morning, I said – now, mind you, he's 28 years old. I said, Gar, what – 
are your family food memories? And he said, well, I do remember I'd be coming home from swimming and dad would always be making something. So I remember that. But he said, primarily my food memories are Chipotle, Noodles and Company, and Highland Grill. And then this is the part that warmed my heart. He said pancakes after swimming practice in the morning. Oh, and, yeah. And that was because his his swim team, they practiced just a couple blocks from our house. And I would be doing the radio show upstairs. And the boys would come to our house and Gar would make everybody pancakes. Cute. And so his memory is his own food memory that he was providing to his teammates. It was nothing I was really involved with, although I benefited from the smell when I was doing the radio show up in my home studio. But but that was – and then when I called Campbell, this is even sadder, Elizabeth. Campbell said – and I woke him up this morning. He said his only food memory was like a, if he had to have a really strong sense memory was healthy choice TV dinner. <laughs> I thought, oh, this is not good. This is not good at all. So that really is have... really um, – that would crush my soul if that yeah, happened to me. A little bit. It is a little crushing. And so what I vowed, especially between now having known you for so many years and seeing sort of the beautiful work you do in your kitchen and then reading Amy Thielen's book, which I have to say, if you have not read it, Give a Girl a Knife, it's so – so good and it's so inspirational that I am vowing to be a grandmother that cooks. Oh my so God. someday, someday if my children ever have children, and I was telling my kids this, that like, I'm going to make stuff and pretend that this is how I've been all along. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say to my grandchildren, oh, this is what I used to make for your father. And I'm this just is and what will be so great is that your, you'll tell the grandkids that, and then your legacy will live on as yes. being a great cook. And you, yes. it'll yes. be phenomenal. And and your sons will never be able, like, they won't be able to set the record straight because nope. your grandkids will love you so much that they would yep. never let that happen. Yep. Isn't that brilliant? It's I'm gonna brilliant. Re- I'm going to rewrite history. So I have to start cooking. I have to prepare now. I have to prepare now. But I'm very excited about the fact that I can rewrite my culinary history. <laughs> I think that's good stuff. And you know what? If for Gar, if that's his memory of learning to make pancakes and then serve them to other people mm-hmm. and feeling the joy that came from that, I think that's a pretty solid food memory. Campbell's is a little sad, but Gar's <laughs> is really great. And so I feel like that's hashtag balance, Marjorie. Hashtag <laughs> balance. Well, I think what happened is Campbell's the really good cook of the family. So that was the that was the outcome of healthy choice memories is he decided to create some of his own dishes <laughs> and his own food memories. And he's a very good cook. So hashtag balance. I like that. Hashtag balance. There you go. Okay. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and write us a little review at Apple Podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Best of the Nest or go to bestofthenest.com to receive our newsletter. We are the podcast that brings you home. With today's stress and uncertainty, drug and alcohol overdoses have drastically increased and taken too many lives. Don't risk losing someone you love. The problem may be worse than you think, and it won't get better until you take action. You owe it to your family, and you owe it to yourself to get the help needed today before it's too late. Call Gateway Foundation, 855-925-GATE. Gateway is here to help you and those you care about. Call 855-925-GATE. You can make a difference. 
This message is brought to you by Wonder Wellness Cannabis Gummies. Where is your journey to wellness taking you today? Wonder offers the convenience of effects forward low dose gummies to take you there. Relax, laugh, or focus. It's your choice. It's cannabis in control. Discover the wonder of cannabis and wellness. Visit us at wonderwellness.co. These products are intended for persons 21 plus in Illinois. Individual experiences may vary. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Hola, soy Andrés Cantor y los invito a ver la Copa Mundial de la FIFA. Vive cada jugada y emocionate con nosotros porque el Mundial lo es todo. Del 20 de noviembre al 18 de diciembre en español por Telemundo y Peacock.